Hello and welcome to Isopod, the isolation podcast. I'm Corey Erickson, joined by Jack McEntee. Music courtesy of Sacred Lime as always. Jack, how are we doing today? Oh, it is good for you to be back, man. Um, I'm happy to have you. Happy to have you back. Enjoyed Thomas a couple weeks ago, but he's he's no Corey Erickson. Thomas was great. I was impressed by his music knowledge and uh, way with words. One might say. One might say yes. He uh, he had uh, he had a lot of fun with uh, with that episode. So fun to have him on. I'm sure it won't be the last time. Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, happy to happy to have you back. Baseball season's over for Corey, so uh, we'll be hearing a lot more from uh, from him. Hopefully, you'd think so. You would hope. So, uh, but if not, you know, we got some, uh, we, we got some guys on the bench waiting to, uh, waiting to hop right in there. And Wait, t- waiting for their turn. Waiting for their call. Well, let's out. hop right into, do we change it to what are we listening to? I think it makes more sense because these aren't necessarily things that are growing on me, but more of like what I'm listening to at this moment. Yeah, that's yeah. new-ish. Whatever. Whatever. You, you, you take it for what you want. What are you listening to, Jack? Besides the new stuff. Uh... If anything. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Ziggy Alberts. I don't know if you know who that is, but he is, uh, he's kind of like, a. you just saw him live, right? I did. I do have a, uh, I, I, I've got a little bit of a concert review, um, for, for you all, but I just saw him. He was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I've been listening to, um, uh, to him a lot. I've just, uh, I've had his albums on repeat. Um, he released an album last year called Laps Around the Sun, which was pretty good. Um, but I, he had a his second album is is uh, is my favorite so far. It's called Land and Sea. So check that out. I recommend that a lot. I will have to check that out. Yeah. I haven't heard of him. Yeah, it's kind of a he's he's Jack Johnson type. He's more laid back, relaxed um, acoustic music. So gotcha. Yeah, good stuff. What about you? I have been really into this artist I recently found on... Do you know Pigeons and Planes? They're like this music yeah, blog yeah, yeah. that I was hoping we would turn into. Anyways, <laughs> um, they... Uh, In due time. Uh, they, intro- they did this interview with this artist. She's actually from Seattle, um, Umi, U-M-I, and she only has a handful of tracks out, um, but I really oh, enjoy them. About her, She's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I found out about her a couple weeks ago, and yeah, there's just been a few tracks I cannot get out of my head. Cool. Um, she's got this kind of like indie R&B sound I would categorize her as, but um, really youthful, and I I enjoy it. So Ooh, okay, cool. I don't know what's coming next from her if she has more music on the way, but I'm enjoying these tracks. Nice. Um, I I know a lot of these singles were actually pretty new, so. Cool. We'll have to get her on the playlist as soon as she starts dropping more music. But let's get right into... We don't really have any news as far as music news, do we? No, no. Any mu- Any news outside of music? I'm mostly joking. Let's get into this. <laughs> There's a now. lot of news outside of uh, music. <laughs> anything going on uh <laughs> so let's get into see no there's too much news out there right. by we got a new jpeg mafia album on the way all heroes all my heroes are cornballs um first before you say see no one out of ten title how good is that album title 10 being the best yeah uh it's about a two 
Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, so see or no? I'm very intrigued. Um, he's been putting out these uh, these videos on YouTube called it's like it's like so and so is disappointed. So he brings all these different producers. Yeah, different producers. I, I'm assuming producers that had a hand in this album, um, which would be right. Yeah, uh, he's brought on James Blake, Kenny Beats, uh, Jeff Tweedy, um, Hannibal Burris, the right. the the comedian. <laughs> And it's just been hilarious because they they always open up with just saying that like you know I don't know what Peggy's doing it's just he's just all over the place I'm I'm really I'm I'm like really embarrassed to be his friend and it's it's great, um but the the teasers that he's been putting out in those videos have been, um have been fantastic he's right. he's dropped two singles, uh to promote this album. Um, we've already had one of them on the playlist and we've got another one, uh, that is popping up this week, but I am, I'm all in, uh, for this one. How about you? I'm also all in. Um, I didn't love the first singles on first listen. It's funny that I don't like the album title because I think his, uh, single titles are the best. Like this one's called beta male strategies. The other one was, uh jesus forgive me like jesus forgive me for i am a thought like those are both 10 out of 10s like it doesn't get better than that um so i'm still learning to like these songs but uh i i think i'm gonna really like the album Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i'm a big c big c for Corey. nice yeah and that's really i mean we Corey and i were looking at the releases for this week and unless you're you know still stuck in the 90s there's really nothing um i mean charlie x xcx corn like i said stuck in the 90s um yeah i don't i don't know pixies lumineers are coming out with an album which i will listen to um i haven't been enjoying their singles uh so far so we'll see We'll, right. we'll see well let's get right into the albums of the past two weeks since your last mm-hmm. um episode mm-hmm. uh i will start with IDK, um, he used to go by JIDK. IDK apparently it stands for Ignorantly Delivering Knowledge. His Ooh. debut album is titled Is He Real? Um, after years of mixtapes. This is largely a concept album that takes on the question Is God real? Basic, basically, beginning um, with a kid denying um, this notion with thoughts from DNX, DMX, Tyler, the creator, GLC um, on the issue and ends with IDK providing just this, I, I thought it was a really po- powerful metaphor um, that you should listen to at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think most of the songs really fit that concept. Um, there are a handful of m- amazing tracks, 24, Lily, Porno, No Cable, and Michael What TF are all wildly impressive displays from IDK um, where you get a really good idea of his rapping style, um, the experimentation he's taking with some of the instrumentals were really impressive. Um, I just don't think the album lives up to the concept he was trying to pull off. Certainly worth a listen and the feature lift is feature list is crazy so enjoy yeah. the fun surprises on there as they're not listed right um but overall i thought it, i thought it was a good not great album yeah I, I i i agree with that um yeah i when i listened to it i didn't look up the uh the features beforehand like you said and um 
it's a lot it's a lot more enjoyable when you don't do that because uh, there's some there's some good ones in there for sure. So so you like that um, strategy of not putting features on the yeah. album initially? I do. I do. I think uh, I think it um, I think it 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 really catches you off guard when you're listening to it from front to back because you're 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 you just you're, you're always wondering just like oh who is that and then you and then you kind of figure it out like oh yeah that's that's so and so and that, that it's kind of fun doing it that way i agree i don't know um next up we've got mirrorland by earth gang this is their long awaited debut album um of course they're part of that dreamville record label run by j cole um i say long awaited because uh we've been at least Corey and I waiting a long time. We've been waiting a <laughs> long time for this debut. They've been putting out a bunch of EPs um, in the last year and a half or so, which have been really, really impressive. And I don't, unfortunately, I don't think that this album lives up to those high expectations that I that I had. Um, I enjoyed all the singles leading up to this album for the most part, um, mm-hmm. but but only enjoyed a few of the new tracks that they that they have on here. Uh, most of most of the other tracks just seem to drag on for me. Um, never really got my attention. Uh, it, I, I was kind of zoning in and out. Um, so I don't know. I'm I, I was I was pretty disappointed by by this debut, but um, still there's uh, there's some highlights for sure. Uh, I, I, I just wanted a little more from this group. Yeah, I'm in a similar boat. I, I don't think it's bad by any means, uh, but I did have pretty high expectations. I thought they did really new and exciting things on those EPs. Um, each of them kind of built off one another, I thought, and I was, yeah, expecting something big. I think, um, they definitely showed off their their style and rapping prowess on this one, but didn't do anything that really uh, put that album over the edge or anything right. for me. So yeah. I thought I thought it was a good listen, but nothing too exciting. Next we have I Used to Know Her by Her. Um, this is, I guess it's the first full-length album from her, although it's, it's actually a compilation album of two of her old EPs and then it has a handful of new songs and she extended a few songs that were kind of left unfinished. Um, it definitely doesn't flow like a normal album because of that, but I think her incredible voice, wordplay and vision are on full display. Those tracks with YBN are both great as well as her number one single could have been with Bryce and Tiller. Um, a handful of new exciting sounds, but this is really just a tease from her um, for her much anticipated real debut album. So I honestly didn't even realize it wasn't all new material um, at first. I was like, I-, I knew a lot of these songs were already out, but I thought there were singles leading up to this album yeah. um, and everything kind of sounded familiar, but I'm not huge on her yet, but I'm I'm excited for what's coming next. This was it's a good introduction to her if you don't know her. Yeah, cool. Uh, next up, we've got "Fear Inoculum" by the uh, uh, iconic uh, metal group Tool. This is their first album in thirteen years. That's right, thirteen years going without an album. Um, and honestly, I was not planning on listening to this one, but uh, one of our Isopod correspondents, Charlie, 
Kittredge uh, gave me the uh, the recommendation. So thank you, Charlie. Uh, th- thank you, Charlie. Always. Uh, this is a prog- I would say progressive metal album in the sense that it's not. Um, it's it's a lot different than that King Gizzard metal album that we got a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's very genre bending. Yes. And... Yeah, it's not it's not as in your face as as that album was, and I I um I appreciate that a lot more. Um, being a a non metal fan myself, um, but I thought this was very impressive from this band. Um, uh, throughout this album, I was I was just blown away by the incredible range that. Uh, that the lead singer displayed uh, but what really stole the show for me was uh, their drummer um, which is pretty crazy because I m- most of the time with with uh, with albums like these I don't usually uh, uh, notice um, uh, kind of background instrumentals as much but here they really uh, allow the drummer to um, to take full control of certain songs to the point where every band member will just stop playing and just allow the drummer to just do his thing for a few minutes. Um, and they're, they, they kind of have the freedom to do that because each track is pretty much 10 minutes long, uh, with the exception of a few interlude some instrumental with, songs. With the exception of some 15 minute songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, every, every track is, uh, it felt like as epic as the last. Uh, and even though they're long listens, I, I thought that they were well worth it for the most yeah, part. Yeah, they definitely keep you captivated. Yeah. Um and Yeah, I was I I was I was very impressed by this one. I would recommend this album to really any fan of music even if you wouldn't necessarily call yourself a, a metal fan. I think uh I think this one went over really well. Nice. Well, next we have Lana Del Rey with her fifth studio album Norman Fucking Rockwell. And just to be upfront, I've never been able to get into Lana Pryor. Same. So if this sounds like exactly every, exactly like everything she's done prior, I apologize. But wow, did this just click for me? Um, the Jack Antonoff production production is largely slow and minimal, as Lana's impressive songwriting takes center stage. Um, I've yet to, I've yet to tell you this, but those first two singles, "The Greatest" and "Fuck It, I Love You." literally had me in tears i thought those were both beautiful beautifully penned tracks um that really spoke to me um the album touches on everything from freedom love heartbreak existential crisis um in kind of the most millennial way possible but also in a good way i'd be i'd be curious to see what um younger like teenagers and older fans think of this mm-hmm. um i guess lana is in the mid 30s which is still a millennial but yeah her words touch me and i'm excited to go back through her discography um now i think the last track hope is a dangerous thing for a woman for me for a woman like me to have but i have it um is a really powerful not only title but the track itself um kind of just touches on how hope is hard in a world that often um fails women mm-hmm. uh but the but the album ends on a positive note which i was thankful for it's certainly not a carefree easy listen despite it being like right. kind of slow yeah. I, I i don't know i i think if you listen to the first track you're like oh this is easy but then you start listening to it more carefully um 
But yeah, I'm loving this one and am blown away by uh, Lana as a songwriter. I really enjoyed this one too. I was not expecting to enjoy this as much as I did. And like you, I've never really been a huge Lana fan, but this this really stood out to me. And I will, I, I, I want to say, um, uh, speaking for uh, our, uh, our other uh, co-host from a few weeks ago, Thomas, um, when we were talking about this album uh, before it got dropped, he... Uh, mentioned that he uh, was not anticipating this to be any good and uh, he wanted me to let you all know that he is really enjoying this one and uh, that he was wrong so nice so there you go thomas defranco enjoying this album thanks thomas uh rounding up our albums uh from the last couple weeks we have the brand new album from post malone austin post Post Mellon. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood is bleeding. Jack, what do you think? This one is a mixed bag for me. Um, there are plenty of pop rap bangers that I think went over really, really well. And then you have another handful of tracks that are uninspired, um, very generic sounding uh pop tunes that just try way too hard to be a pop hit which they probably will end up being because uh post is just he's blown up in the last year or so um so uh but what what i think this album um what makes this album most disappointing is just um post really for me he showed what kind of artist he he can be off his uh from his last album beer bongs and bentley's i thought that that was um i really really enjoyed that album because he kind of maintained this similar concept throughout the entire album whereas this one it, he just throws a ton of different ideas that don't really mesh together well uh well at all um and most of the ideas uh we've actually we've we've heard uh enough of already i mean like he touches on blowing money on material possessions drugs women you know like the whole cliche um all those cliche uh things that you know um uh just pop rappers just throw at the wall and hope hope it sticks but um some of the features i thought went over a lot better than others i uh i really really enjoyed what did you the, think of this as a feature he's been getting a lot of love this year just because i i mean he's just blown up from his uh freshman uh appearance on uh the double xl magazine I didn't like that song really. Um, I thought I did when I first heard it, and then I kept listening to it, and it felt like it. Um, that was one of the ones that I felt like was trying way too hard to be a uh, like a pop hit that could show up on like a movie soundtrack. Right. I don't know. I I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, yeah, I don't think any of those two are. I was disappointed by that one because I didn't think that either artist really said anything interesting on the song um uh also enjoyed the meek mill feature on um on the road really enjoyed that one but then little baby just comes in and ruins the entire song at the end i just <laughs> like i don't understand how little baby is still a thing he's just copying young thug and it's just so apparent it's like the poor man's young thug it makes no sense uh anyways um uh, ozzy osbourne makes an appearance as well with Travis Scott um, on yeah, uh, Take What You Want. I 
wasn't as into this feature as some other fans were. I've been reading um, a lot of fans really, really enjoyed the Aussie feature. I'm not huge on it, but I do think that in the future, um, Post should experiment more with this rock hip hop crossover because um, uh, I, I, in the past, I have enjoyed uh, when he has fused the two together. Um, and I don't think it's a bad song by any means. I just think that um, he should he should continue that that blend in the future. Um, but overall, I thought the album was okay. It wasn't wasn't great. Gotcha. I decided that I don't dislike Post Malone. Nice. I just think he's extremely overrated and does things that a lot of other artists do in a way that's I, I just don't really understand why he's so popular. Um, I didn't think this album was bad by any means, but yeah, it doesn't do much for me, and Post Malone never has, so yeah, just not for me, I guess. Let's get right into our playlist. Jack, would you say this playlist is uh, music for the masses? Damn it. <laughs> because I think if you're over 30 and if you're not like really an in into experimental rap you probably shouldn't listen to the second half of this playlist because so we've got jpeg mafia danny brown tool that denzel slow tie song and a song called porno that you're not gonna like at all <laughs> so um with that let's let's get let's start it off with man blue by death cab uh definitely Easy on the ears, right, Jack? Oh, yeah. This is a moody, slower ballad from uh, indie rock legends, Death Cab for Cutie. I make it very well known that these guys are uh, uh, probably my favorite indie rock band of all time. Um, I I have I, They just dropped their EP, the Blue EP, um, last week, and I thought that that was great. But most of the, the songs we've already had on our playlist. Um, but this is a new... This is the best one. You think so? Yeah, I don't think it's very close. Wow, I think so too. I'm glad you said that. Wow, there you go. Sweet. Well, good job. Sweet. Um, but yeah, I I I love 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 this song. Um, it's all about uh helping the one you love see themselves in the way that you do. So it's a nice uh very very touching touching track that uh um is easy on the ears, like Corey said. Um, really really enjoyed this one. Next, we have another track by Jack. Um, this is Lana Del Rey, never uh, one to mince words with Venice Bitch. Venice Bitch, that's right. Um, this is a probably this is my favorite off of uh, the Norman fucking Rockwell album. It's just an epic uh, reflection track about Lana and her um, and her loved one living their best life, taking uh, the listener into various uh, happy moments um, throughout their relationship. Um, and it ends with this like psychedelic, uh, it switches to the psychedelic ending. And I, I think that goes over really well. It starts off, uh, with like a smooth guitar riff and then it ends, uh, ends with a bang. So I, I, I can't get enough of this one. Nine minute song. So nice. I think this is her longest song she's ever put out. That may be true. I don't know because I don't know her older stuff, but yeah, I really uh, enjoyed let's that see. one. Next up we have. Yeah. Next, we have Lord is Coming by Her featuring YBN Corday. Uh, this song is not new, 
but the feature is new, so we'll call it like a remix, I guess. Um, it begins with two minutes of spoken word from her, uh, just detailing the hopelessness she feels about society and minorities' place in society with racism and wealth distribution. Um, it's really captivating. Uh, she then breaks into singing about how the Lord is coming for her people in a momentous transition. Um, the added YBN feature, I'm 99% sure, I'd have to go back and listen, but I'm pretty sure this is his Funk Flex freestyle. Um, and it actually Ooh. fits the theme perfectly, and I thought it was just a really standout track that was made even stronger with uh, YBN. So next we have Jack's favorite from the post-album, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be um, this. Uh, I couldn't decide between this one or Enemies, both of which I think uh, they're kind of, kind of on the same level as far as um, how much I enjoy them. But uh, I, I went with this one. Um, I love uh, just how encouraging this song is uh, to people who uh, struggle with uh, with self confidence, and it's it's kind of an encouragement anthem for those people. Um, and uh, Post just continually tells the listener to not not let others bring you down um, and just be confident in who you are, uh, which is a, a message that we need to hear more often. So um, just really, really enjoy this one. And it's super catchy, uh, really, really uh, uh, catchy, catchy chorus. So uh, highly recommend. Uh, next up, we have uh, Corey's pick off of the Lana Del Rey project with Mariner's Apartment Complex. That's right. This track is a towering song full of imagery and lost love. Um, a couple really simple, but I think telling lines I'd like to repeat. Um, it begins with, you took my sadness out of context to start the song. Um, and I, and there was another line, they mistake my kindness for weakness. Uh, just a couple examples of the simplicity and, and power behind her songwriting, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I really like this one. Um, I think it's a really good representation of who Lana is and why she's appealing. Love it. Um, after that, we've got, uh, like Corey mentioned earlier, Beta Male Strategies by JPEG Mafia promoting his new album. This is, uh, as Peggy does, a very very often uh an experimental hip-hop track that <laughs> dives into um uh guys that just uh sit behind their keyboard and uh send out threats to other people and peggy in the song calls them keyboard warriors <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was just hilarious um he's too good also uh diminishing their manhood throughout the song saying that he's the bigger man than they are because he'll he'll just come right out and talk shit on uh on other people rather than just sit behind a computer uh so uh and gosh I, the the production that he um that he is able to 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 have um over his song sometimes i'm just blown away as to how he's able to put it all together but um another track that i'm I, i'm just really really enjoying so there you go next Nice. Next, we have Fantasia by Roy Blair, uh, one of three brand new singles from the California artist and Brockhampton love child. Um, he was he, he was all over uh, Kevin Abstract's um, first mixtape. 
Um, this track is an auto-tune, heavy, funky jam. Roy's falsetto voice carries the track through a number of beat changes and sound shifts. He talks about wanting to be there for a person he can't be. Um, I think he's a really exciting artist. And yeah, this was my favorite of the three new tracks. Cool. Yeah, I've, I've been enjoying him as well. Um, next up, we've got a new single from Danny Brown, Dirty Laundry, promoting his upcoming album, You Know What I'm Saying. Um, Corey, you've seen the feature list on this album, right? It's pretty impressive. Uh, I have. Yes, it is going to be an album. <laughs> I that it will know. be. I have. I really have no idea what to expect ever with Danny Brown. Um, Nobody does. So these features will be fascinating to see how they fit with his style, right. with his just exoticness. Very abstract. Um, uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, rapping style for sure. Um, on this track though, he actually collaborates with uh, none other than hip hop legend Q-Tip from a tribe called Quest. Q-Tip's got writing credits on the song, uh, and he he handles all the production. Um, the song has no chorus; it's just three verses of just straight bars from Danny. Uh, and I, I just hilarious as always. Hilarious as always, just makes me really really look forward to this new danny brown album um he's an acquired taste so just keep that in mind um it'll it, it took me it, it, <laughs> it took, took me a while <laughs> about a decade so yeah um atrocity exhibition which was his last release uh in 2017 2016 i want to say 2016 yeah, but yeah don't don't quote me but um that album uh it took me a long time to realize that that album is is a hip-hop gem so uh just Take that with a grain of salt and um uh absolutely yeah next we have no cable by idk uh the album i talked about earlier um this track begins with an intro from glc the legendary chicago rapper um and he's talking about putting the end to hate idk flips the script talking on the lack of attention span and depth and contacts are society operates on uh he speaks on racism his fear of being lynched in 2019 or 2020 and how that isn't going to end um he talks about rappers silence on these social justice issues and i just think he does it in a way that sounds dope and is also yeah. extremely thought-provoking sure. so really enjoyed this one from idk definitely one of the standouts one of the other standouts was porno jack's next track yep that's featuring a wide array of guests yeah we've got we've got some really fun uh features on this one we've got a jid feature uh that concludes the track we have a push a t feature right in the middle and then um rico nasty is also rico. He's, she's she's in there handling the chorus so i mean just, she's everywhere all of a sudden man i have, I, we've talked about this, but I am just such a Rico fan now. My goodness, I right. love, love, love her. But this song, um, it, it's just you know these these just great, great verses from all four of these artists um, over this wacky, wild beat, 
and just uh, continues to change up throughout the song. Uh, can't get enough of this one. Um, as soon as I heard it, I, I it took me about 30 seconds to listen to it, and I just threw it right on the playlist. So it it was very yeah. very apparent that this was one of the be- one of the best tracks on the album. Um, gotta listen to this one. Next, we have Up by Earth Gang. This was the final single leading up to Mirrorland, which is out now, obviously. Um, and I love this one. It originally debuted on Colors, that uh, like YouTube series, yeah. um, where the nice. artists go on and perform. Uh, I thought Johnny Venus's... I, I don't even know what they're going by anymore. I think they changed their names to Johnny Venus and Dr. Dots, because that's what I see them listed as now. <laughs> Anyways uh yes so his first verse is an education on flow and wordplay i thought it was just genius and then dr dot's final verse rivals that um i think the competition with them is so fun um always trying to outdo each other but yeah this was great i really enjoyed this one definitely one of the standouts from Mirrorland. cool cool uh two more tracks to round up our playlist this week um uh second to last we have the intro track from Tools album, uh, the self t- the, the the title track Fear Inoculum, uh, just an absolute crazy uh, track to to kick off this album. It's it honestly could be four different songs, um, and not just because it's ten plus minutes. It's they change up the instrumentals uh, so many times. It just it it I kept trying to I kept looking at my phone during the song, and I was like, oh, it's still the same song. Um, I did that for the entire album. <laughs> oh, we're still going, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, but man, what a way to kick off this album. Uh, high energy, uh, lead singer, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. It's, it's Mallard. I think his name is, uh, I know it, I know it has some kind of, his name is after like some kind of duck. I don't know, but I think it's Mallard. Kind of, I was going to make that joke, but you're serious. Okay. The ma- Mallard. Uh, but anyway, love, love, love this track. Um, and then to wrap it all up, uh, to, uh, um, just give you some nightmares tonight. Uh, listen to this track by none other than Denzel Curry. Uh, no one should listen to this. You won't like it (laughs) with slow tie. Wowzers. Um, this, uh, this track is, uh, my, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna certify this song as being the mosh pit anthem of uh, 2019, um, because if if you if you listen to this song and one don't get either amped or just scared to death, um, there's just something wrong with you. I don't really know what to tell you. They, both artists bring incredible energy over this. Um, it's honestly it sounds like the instrumental from this actual Psycho movie. Um, in the, I haven't seen that, but I would, I would categorize this song as horror. It's if, if it, that's a, if that's a music genre. Yeah, it's, well, it is now. I'm ready for a hot take. Okay. Um, Denzel, Isopod favorite. So Ty has the better verse on this song. I think you're right. I'm not gonna. It is. I think you're right. Absurd. He sounds so good on this. He sounds, he sounds great. Scathing. Yeah. It yep. is. Yep. And the way unreal. And the way he distorts his voice too to kind of like it's it's it almost sounds like he's just he's literally just like in like in the beat. That's how his 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 I don't know how to describe it other than that. His his voice just sounds like 
it's a part of the production and that just it really makes for a uh for an incredible verse um and both just just absolutely destroy this song um this song and slow ties most recent feature on brock hampton's album mm. first off were both very surprising for me but um made me go back and listen to nothing great about britain which i think was a gem that was often overlooked uh earlier this year yeah. so yep really enjoying slow tie and his uh rise to fame yeah i know really enjoying him as well um i think that's all we got this week um that was a lot but we had a we had a lot to cover uh from the last two weeks so um uh, hopefully, uh, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't <laughs> give ourselves all this content for one episode, but, um, but, uh, I mean, unless you got anything more, Corey, I think, uh, I think that's about it. That's about it. Thanks to our fans, our loyal listeners, and you, Jack, for, uh, being here, dude. Wow. Thank you, Corey. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Wow. All right. I still fought out.